All right, so that's part of what unfolded on Friday. Let me welcome onto the show Raon Tebali Nodoba, who is the Azapo spokesperson. Uh, good morning to you and thank you for your time today. Uh, good morning, old Kathy and the listeners of SAFM. Jackie Suruge is the PAC spokesperson. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning and thanks for having us on your show. So, you know... If we perhaps just go go back a little bit into, um, you know, democratic history in this country, there's long been talk about some form of partnership between the PAC, Azapo, and, of course, others, smaller parties or parties that are considered to have been smaller parties who hold um, a unique voice in in the country. The other party I was thinking about here is uh, the Socialist Party of Azania, who espouse socialism effectively uh, from in terms of their own political I- ideology and that these groups would have come together much sooner uh, to form a, a stronger voice in, in democratic South Africa. When you think about those reflections, why now and, and not sooner? Raoun uh, Tewali, let me come to you, perhaps. No, thank you, Sis Kathy. Uh, look, we in Azapo, mm. uh, maybe we need to firstly indicate that uh, we draw this issue of unity of the oppressed and unity of, of, of black people and the unity of the left organizations is actually one of uh, the founding principles upon which we found that uh, evolving from uh, the black consciousness, uh, SASO, BPC of uh, the late Stephen Bantabiko and his comrades. And uh, the listeners of SAFM will know that uh, Stephen Bantabiko met his death when he was on the quest to try and unite the liberation movement. So that's where we come from. Now, as to your question, Sis Kathy, as to why didn't this happen sooner, you speak about partisan unhappy that you then end up correcting uh, yourself. Because this false narrative of saying parties that don't have a particular number of uh, votes and uh, seats in parliament are smaller parties. You said what is called smaller parties. I'm happy that you brought that particular disclaimer. So why now? Why not other other parties, like the ones that you mentioned and others that you did not mention? And we feel that uh, there needs to be a start somewhere. And uh, we have seen that through the leadership of the president of Comrade Trekema, uh, the president of Azapo, and also the presidency of the president of, of the PC, uh, Comrade uh, President Mzwanele Nonto, to say they were visionary now to say that uh, the time is now for us to start. So you need to start somewhere, and we thought that a cooperation would be what will assist us, that we declare that we cooperate. Now, we don't we didn't just uh, wake up tomorrow and say we cooperate, but we felt that uh, the political maloon in the country now lends itself, uh, it's fertile for what we call the Black Consciousness and Africanism School of Thought to come together, what we call the Azanian Front or the Azanian Bloc, to come together, because there is a yen towards Black Consciousness and a yen towards Pan-Africanism. So once we have done that, we have not closed the door to interacting and engaging other political players that are towards the left and that are socialist in orientation. We just felt that there should be a start from someone. We could have started with any other organization, but we felt that there was a synergy between the two leaders 
of ASAP and PC, and uh, let us then use it as the both organizations mm. to take us forward. And we've got relatively the two leaderships that are more young and energetic and, and also futuristic and action-oriented that really want to change the politics of this country. So that is basically the rationale as to why the PC and ASAP now and probably not other organizations. They haven't closed the door. We say there is a start. And like uh, the president of Azapo said, there is organic. We'll see how it grows and how it unfolds. Thank you. Mr. Saruka, let me come to you and and perhaps begin with getting out of the way. When we talk about a PAC collaboration with um, Azapo, there have been many leadership squabbles within an organization like the PAC. So how do you resolve, um, you know, who then is is party to this kind of agreement? Well, I mean, these this, this issues are, are, are very straightforward. Um, the, the PAC is identified as one organization in the regulatory framework of South Africa. And that um, uh, framework, uh, which is associated with the Independent Electoral Commission, where the PAC is registered, um, the representatives in that uh, uh, organization uh, are, are Comrade Zanele Nyonzo and Comrade Apapoe, who represent the PAC. Of course, they, 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 there's nothing unique with the PAC's internal um, political ramblings because every organization has such things. The difference has always been that uh, the PAC issues uh, have been forced to be resolved at the courts. And the courts have spoken, and, and we, we, we now have, uh, as the, the justice system allows, that people can appeal, uh, issues can be raised, and so on with the courts. But the courts have consistently uh, uh, said that the, 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 the PACs led by the two, two gentlemen I've, I've referred to. Um, I think that um, uh, issues of division and unity are... Uh, um, are very important to to deal with and confront uh, directly because if we if we don't do that, uh, resentments come up and people form splinter groups and so on. At the last 2019 elections, uh, we had almost 48 political parties, and if you looked at those political parties, some of them were split from existing parties. So this is this is the challenge that. Uh, um, our people are facing right now with regard to politics. We need to unite uh, around common issues, resolve the issues um, uh, that are not personal and uh, not uh, uh, parochial, that are going to help us as a people, as African people, uh, to unite, to achieve um, uh, victories, smaller victories, to measure those victories, and to support progress. Mm. And Mr. Saruka, it's precisely because of that, that that I'm asking this question. So when you still have these internal contestations within a party like the PAC about who the leader should be, when you enter into this memorandum, are you bringing the half of, of the PAC that, you know, is subscribed to the current leadership and that supports the current leadership, as you have mentioned? And what happens to those that 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 are not part of of, of this memorandum, a, and the impact of that to the long term objectives that yourselves and Azapo w- would want to achieve here? 
Um, these issues, uh, Katie, are, are, are very clear. The, the PNC has been uh, caught in a quagmire uh, that is not made by the PNC itself. Um, and, and issues that go to the courts uh, will always delay progress that an organization uh, should be taking. We, we see that, that fight or that side of struggle as something completely different that diverts attention to our policies, our politics and our our program of action. Um, in reality, uh, the, the the PAC participated in the uh, local government elections last year, and and that constituency, that uh, political uh, um, organization around those elections of the PAC, is one of the steps that takes us to uh, uh, getting rid of uh, problems within the PAC. The next step, obviously, is uh, for PEC to go to, to its members at the National Congress, uh, to at the, at, at, which is constitutional, and, and take PEC to its members. There is a constant consultation with these structures, and, and, and nothing can stop progress from taking place. The unity um, uh, that we are talking about within the PEC will, will obviously have an impact on the unity, the greater unity of the people. So the PAC really does demand to um, go past that chapter of unity uh, and, and, and function as an organization so that we can be able to uh, relate to other organizations without this question being asked. In our minds and in our uh, organization and management of these issues, we are very clear. Um, uh, the PAC's internal issues are resolved on a political basis um, and there's, there's, there, 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 we, we do anticipate that there will be rumblings and other people will, will, will have concerns about what we do but in politics these things can be explained and will persuade uh, uh, the, the, the others who do not understand what, what we are doing and, and we'll, we'll show them how uh, progress is being made mm-hmm. such as this um, relationship with Azapo because look the world has changed uh, in, 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 in the meantime, when, when we are bickering and complaining about small things, the, the conservative elements in the world, you know, um, are, are taking over and having an, an influence on in South Africa. The left that the journalist was talking about is, is being marginalized. We cannot um, fold our arms, biting our um, fingers and hoping that the miracle would happen. To lead means we must take um, the bull by the horns and explain to people that we're going uh, the route that has been started by the, the liberation movement, all of them, the broad liberation movement, because that, that movement had aimed to uh, bring progress, to unite the people, to uh, deal with the issues that are the bread and butter issues that affect people and to bring peace ultimately. I want to bring in Mr. Nodoba here on this issue. Is it a shaky start then to uh, a, a, a memorandum or to an agreement or coalition that ultimately may want to con- contest elections uh, together? This uh, is Kathy and uh, the listeners of FAFM. Uh, like our president has indicated, you see, this is not a coalition agreement. Uh, what we have said, we are signing, and uh, we we are clear about it, and the document uh, is clear, the declaration document is clear. It's a declaration of cooperation. 
which means, uh, Kathy, we are going to cooperate on three major, three major areas. That is cultivation of political activism, commemoration of significant political events, and participation in joint campaigns. Now, those are the areas. So what we are then saying is, why are we doing this? We are doing this because we believe that uh, there is a death there is a depth of leadership in this country, but also our people have been demobilized and also there's a lot of miseducation that has been going on. So we then believe that through cultivation of political activism, we will then be able to educate our own cadres, both from Azapo and from the PC, but also members of the community, for them to be able to know what is, does it mean uh, to vote, right? Secondly, what does it mean to have a word counselor, right? So that they must be able to understand that uh, we need to hold leaders to account. So you need to have a citizenry that is educated. So that's the first thing. So All right. leaders that we need in education to liberate. So just to quickly answer you. So, 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 so before you go on, about, before you, Mr. Notova, just hang on for me. Before you go on, I'll give you a chance to, to complete what you wanted to say. It's 11.30. Let me take you to the latest news headlines with Luyanda Maume. My conversation with the Azapo and PAC spokespeople will continue on the other side of this. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point and we're talking about this memorandum of understanding, I think is really the best way to put it, that has been signed between the PAC and Azapo about working together. You heard uh, the three different categories that were outlined there to uh, cooperate when it comes to political activism, events and uh, some campaigns that they will be running that seem to center a lot on educating uh, South Africans by and large. So, so um, Mr. Nodoba is the Azapo spokesperson and, and Mr. Soroke is the PAC spokesperson and they're the ones joining us for this conversation. Of course, I'll also be taking uh, your call 011-7142-006. What do you see being the long-term impact of uh, a memorandum of understanding such as this? Have the PAC and Azapo lost the moment? You know, is it too late for them to try and regain some of the losses uh, that they have experienced, especially in terms of uh, membership over the years? But also, what about their ideologies? Do those still resonate with many South Africans? And it really brings to issue the question about um land in this country and we've seen how big an issue uh, this is and there is a view that both organizations have not not done a very good job of really communicating their positions their ideology on land and you know messages around dispossession and you know they've now found themselves at a point where they largely seem to be in the back seat of this conversation, which emanated really uh, from these organizations when we take a look sometimes historically at, at, at the work that, that has been done. So, Mr. Notova, I'll, I'll give you a chance then to complete your thought. And you can also just weigh in around the messaging in as far as contemporary issues and conversations that are taking place in the country and the role that organizations like yourselves have been contributing uh, 
uh, to these conversations and the extent to which you feel you, you, what you say holds weight or if you've been overtaken really by other organizations and other voices. No, thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm happy that uh, at least now we are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are going somewhere. Even though you still call it a memorandum, we call it a declaration. Right. All right, that's fine. So it's a not a memorandum of understanding, it's no, a declaration. No, no, no. It's a declaration okay. of cooperation. Okay. Right? So, uh, and, and, and those are the three areas that I mentioned. But now, to just indicate uh, to you to then say, one of the issues that is absolutely important about education and knowledge, because we educate to liberate. So in those days like June 16th, it has been bastardized and called Youth Day. Uh, diminishing and watering down is significant. We say we come back and talk about June 16th. March 21st, again, bastardized by this particular government. We are then saying we also need to put focus on African Liberation Day, which we don't talk about, so that we belong to the continent. But what is absolutely important, and that shows the relevance of Azapo and the PNC, black consciousness and pan-Africanism, April 27 must be celebrated or must be remembered rather. That's a day of betrayal because that's when we are sold out. But let me come to contemporary issues, like you're saying. I'm sure you have seen, as is Kathy, the SAFNS covered quite a lot in interview to us. As Azapo, uh, what we can bring onto the table, you remember that there is a case uh, of uh, what we call a low hanging fruit that was just captured. Uh, by the state because we don't know that they, they can't explain right uh, why a national key point can be accessed with such ease like parliament right they get low, what we believe is low hanging fruit like a homeless person of the market now you know that we've got a azapo campaign from the beginning to be started hashtag hands off zandile mafia and we've been through it constantly to say what is on trial is not mafia what is on trial generally the is blackness. What's on trial there is homelessness, right? Which then therefore means also what we then see is an indictment on the state. And we are raising this matter sharply to say, instead of focusing on an individual, establish a, commission, a judicial commission of inquiry so that we get to the bottom of it. How come that a national key point can be accessed with such ease? So Azapo is current, and Azapo is a fourth leader in that particular uh, process. And then our, our, our comrades in the PEC have been with us as well on this particular campaign that I'm talking about, on the ground in Cape Town. Then we've got another campaign that we say we are going to collaborate together on six of them, but I'll only focus on three, and maybe my colleague will go on to the others. One of them is the Black Dignity Campaign. We say, let us agitate for the eradication of people twin toilets in our schools and in our, in our township. That is something current. That is not going to do with health and dignity. Maibuye Iazania, galvanized society, for the name of this country to be changed to Azania. And then finally, my colleague, cover the others, mm. want to look at what we call community-based campaigns. Campaigns that are meant to raise consciousness, like what Azapo is doing today uh, as a SOPA in, in Houting at Brixton Center, where we are raising the issue about the abolishment of provinces. And we are saying this is actually a drain on the, the fiscals of the country, that uh, this particular tire of governance must be dealt away with, and the, and the resources must be channeled to local government so that uh, that's where the need is, 
where we need to give service delivery. Right? All right. So community-based campaigns like those, and the ones that we are going to have for the PAC uh, on Thursday, where we are going to confront racism, we are going to confront white arrogance, we are going to go to the offices of Afri Forum, and we are going to tell them that uh, what we are trying to do to want to dictate to black people what to do, what songs to sing, how to execute the struggle, should come to a stop. So these are the kinds of things that we are talking about to say Azapo and the PC are actually relevant and actually taking on current issues. So we've got our finger on the pulse. All right. And this is of SAFM. All right, Mr. Nodov, I'm going to ask you to try and keep your, your responses just a bit shorter. Uh, I certainly don't want to be interjecting and, uh, you know, stopping you uh, as often as I have been. So, Mr. Seruke, let me then come to you. Uh, and again, when one looks at uh, this program of action and as far as the campaigns that, that you have in mind, are these an attempt to be seen by South Africans to still be, uh, you know, part of, of the national conversation and, and to still be relevant? Because it sounds to me like these are the kind of issues that will at least try a, and place uh, both the PAC and ASAPO somewhere in, in the national conversation. Um, yes, Katie. Um, the, 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 the PAC um, has always had um, uh, a niche uh, support base um, at the polls, and that's why we've, we've always, even under our worst conditions, have always had um, a representative in the formal political um, arena. But what we're doing right now is to enhance our activities, to, to expand our base, and we're using um, basic programs that the PAC has taught us uh, from its uh, foundation. We're going back to the uh, positive action campaign. The positive action campaign is aimed at raising real issues that affect the masses. Um, and in, in it, we um, arrange, we, 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 we raise a lot of issues, uh, including the restoration of the land, because uh, there's an imbalance uh, both in the economy and the political sphere where the land has not been returned to its rightful owners. That political issue is being picked up by various other political organizations. But the PAC has always been steadfast on this and has championed the issue of the land correctly. Others are, um, are talking about it without even including the PAC in some instances. But our debates and positions are very clear. Yes, but, also... but, but, but the, the PAC has largely been seen on the back foot of that debate. How did it happen that you were overtaken by others when it came to championing this issue? No, there's, uh, there's, there, there are slight, um, subtle differences between what others are reading. You remember that uh, there was supposed to be a debate o- o- over Section 25, the property clause in the Constitution, uh, particularly the, the, the clause that deals with um, um, uh, expropriation with or without compensation. Now, the, 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 those debates are raised by people who are aimed at uh, nullifying the point that the PAC has been saying. The Constitution of South Africa, uh, um, Katie, uh, is, uh, as we find it right now, is a culmination of five other constitutions that have always marginalized African people. And the PAC position is scrap the 1909 Act of Union from the British point of view and have a constitution that relates to it. That's a, that's a different debate. And the PAC right. is raising that 
as a, as a particular issue because right. it includes lands and it includes who we are. As a we've got a break coming up. We'll continue after this. We continue the conversation on the talking point and we're reflecting then on what the future looks like following this declaration of cooperation, uh, as you may have heard, between the PAC and Azapo. We've got both their spokespeople on the radio, Raun Dibale Nodoba, who is the Azapo spokesperson, and Jeki Soroke, who is the PAC spokesperson. I see we also have uh, some callers who want to engage on this issue. Uh, Mr. Soroke, let me give you perhaps just an opportunity to uh, to complete your thought, I had to cut you off there because we had a break uh, before I go to the phone lines. Yes, um, the, the, the PC um, approach to a united front is, is really one of our fundamental aims and objectives. Our first aim is to unite and rally people, uh, the African people, under the banner of African nationality. That first point means we must work with the organizations of a similar mind like the uh, Adapo and the broader black consciousness movement. We've, we've worked together before, so it's easy. It's easy for us to come together under the same roof and sign a, a, a cooperative agreement, as, as has been said by um, uh, Comrade Kauntebal. Uh, what we need to do is to unite all the people. We need to unite in order to uh, work at the same pace at, at handling transformation and change in South Africa. South Africa now has uh, cosmic, uh, because of the cosmic uh, uh, changes that took place after 1994, we now have an imbalance, uh, a strategic overreach, if you like, or an overdraft from uh, the operations that has um, made the current government uh, to be dislocated from their supporters and so on, because they have not addressed the fundamental issue that should affect every ordinary person to benefit from the changes. And that benefit can only happen when we have um, uh, liberated minds and we have access to the land. All right. I'm going to take a couple of calls then. Uh, let me begin in Cape Town. Ndindili, good morning. Good morning, Katie. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Mandbuli, question is, okay, live lab. My comment is that this is a, a reality that has come at last, where what Subukwe and Biko were envisaging has now starting, while the other organizations which were said to be the solution to the problem of apartheid and colonization are busy killing each other. These two organizations never killed each other. They existed separately, showing that they respect the rule of law. Even now that the PAC has got some elements of people who are still doubting the decision that has been made in the High Court in Johannesburg, you don't hear any case where it is said that somebody has been killed. So I think it is high time that you highlight this character of the Africanist organization, that they really practice what they preach. Now, I want to say to these leaders, when we, in 1994, you were against the separation, the, the enlargement of the homeland system into nine homelands. Now, Today, we are in the economic quagmire 
because of the useless expenditure that is done on the maintenance of these uh, homelands, nine homelands. So one of the campaigns that should be in, 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 in your program is to make sure that there is a dissolution of these provinces as political entities so that the money that we keep on borrowing from the West Bank, IMF, we take the money that we spend in maintaining these provinces to pay back that. And also, after we pay it back, then we will be able to fund the tertiary education free of charge for every, for every student. Secondly, the question of land. The question of land, you are the only people who can address this as with solutions like making the, country, uh, the places like Eastern Cape, Limpompo, KwaZulu-Natal, the most places where African people will be utilizing their skills and become the employers and the creators of food for the African people in this country. All right. So, All right, Ntintili. We're going yes. to yes, we're going to leave it there with you. I think uh, they've heard the two points that you've raised. In fact, I heard something earlier on uh, from uh, the uh, from Mr. Nodoba about what you're saying in as far as uh, the provinces is the provinces are concerned. Let me move on to Aisha, who's calling us from Uppington. Aisha, good morning. Morning, Kathy. Kathy, lesson number one. Time is. When we're talking about time and why they have achieved nothing in the past 50 years, that is really no relation to the issue at hand when we're talking about a few hundred years. So time in that context is up. To your two speakers, uh, good morning, gentlemen. I, I, I won't even attempt to butcher your name. However... I do agree with you that we must get rid of provincial government. They are useless. And they cost us money, which we borrow, which, which we don't have. Um, the, the chancellor of the University of Vendor said that that money that is, that is the provincial government gets borrowed. So we don't even have that to give to the uh, um, local municipalities. That's one. Two, don't bother going to every forum. What you must focus on is ensuring that constantized education gets into the curriculum. Because in the way that you want to do it now, it's going to take another 50 years. So... The proper stuff must go into the curriculum, and then what you're trying to achieve will happen on its own. Thank you, Kathy. All right. Thanks for that call, Aisha. Yeah, you know, the issue of education, of course, is, is a big one. And it goes back to how uh, they were both describing the way in which some of the national holidays, they described them as having been bastardized, uh, saying that they're not a true reflection of the historical events around uh, those days. And we know it's been one of the 
ongoing contestations over how our history um, has been written, who does it include, who does it exclude, and we'll give them an opportunity to uh, respond to some of the issues that our callers have raised. Budi in Katlehong, I'll take you first when we continue. On SAFM. We continue the conversation on the talking point. So, Budi in Katlehong, let me come to you first before I give uh, our guests an opportunity just to weigh in on the issues raised by our callers. Hello, Kathy. Yes. Yes, Kathy. Uh, I'd like to say the two organizations, for me, uh, it, it, it leaves my heart because I'm, a, I'm an African, and for me, it's hard. Mm. So what they they try to do now, for me, it's, it's long overdue. I don't know what, what was the, the problem with the... Uh, uh, actually articulating such a, a similar ideas because but I can understand because the PAC had a lot of opportunistic uh, problems of leaders who uh, were actually you know, falling on one over the, the other, just fighting for that in lousy of two seats in parliament. Whereas, as far as I'm concerned, they are their program from the 1960s is being articulated even though the case is not being credited. I'm talking about the program of land. Mm. Bit by bit, the ANC is coming back to what Sobuko was telling them in 1959. Bit by bit, they're coming back. And when it comes to Azab, you see now the the, 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 the fight that they have, the ANC among themselves, is who actually is looking after the black people more than the other. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the what they, they've been articulating all these years is doing bit by bit coming back to fruition. What they should be doing now is actually conscientizing that they've been doing, especially as up. Always teaching because these are an organization of teachers. Mm-hmm. Always teaching our people about uh, the, 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 our struggles and our, our liberation. All right. All right, Ntatabuti, thanks for that call out in Katlehong. So absolutely supporting uh, this initiative. I think that's been the general sentiment from our callers this morning. Tate Siroko, let me, let me give you a, a chance then to, to weigh in on some of the things that have been mentioned by our listeners. Um, yes, Tate, uh, thank you. The, the, the issue of the structure of South Africa, particularly with the provinces, is an, is an outcome of um, uh, the Codetta talks, the compromises. Um, and even the betrayal that took place there, uh, I, I think not to be working, and we have to have a review of that. The, the Constitution is a hybrid, and it uses um, uh, Eurocentric uh, systems of laws, uh, which in, in reality sometimes are above those of the ordinary people who have had their own civilizations, their own laws, and so on. Africa has not just been a dark continent, as the Westerners would like us to believe. We have had um, uh, contributions to um, the modernization, humanization of the world. Uh, the civilization of Af- comes from Africa, and Africa can
can still go back to that. The, the ANC tried to do that through African Renaissance, but I, I believe they got it wrong or they did it half-heartedly. That's why it collapsed in between. But we have to accept that um, the political system does not go directly to the masses so that the masses, I mean, I'm talking about uh, all the citizens, being able to contribute towards uh, uh, changes and political programs that are taking place. So we need to have a discussion to overall the constitution. That's, that's, that's our contribution from a PC point of view. Mm. The second issue, as has been raised by um, some of the callers, the issue of education. The, the world has changed, I keep saying. And, and we now um, live in, a, in an area where we have um, um, a, a revolution in the industries. And, and Africa has an opportunity to be involved in the ICT uh, revolution and play a role there because um, uh, modern technologies are advanced. We need an education that can allow us to get into those areas. We need education. We need to have engineers and so on. The, the call for free education is an investment in that, in, in that area. And, and obviously the Western forces, the World Bank and so on, where, we, where South, South Africa is taking loans, we don't agree to that. We have to contribute towards uh, uh, our lives through education and also health, health aspects so that um, uh, every, every person that is in our community... So there's no emphasis by, by government on this aspect right. or, or they have it completely wrong. So the PSC would like to have a program of action that includes an attention to those issues. Mr. Nodoba, I've got about two minutes left for you to also then uh, give your parting shot and respond to uh, our listeners. Uh, thank you, thank you, Sis Cafe. Uh, just very quickly, uh, the issues that uh, the callers touched, I mean, uh, the caller from Cape Town, Molum Segas, and the CC also from Uppington, uh, the issue of getting rid of the provinces. Uh, it's a known fact that Azapo uh, has got that particular campaign. It was even part of our election manifestos in the past. When we started, it didn't resonate with people, but we've seen our political parties, including even chancellors of universities, that message is resonating with them to say that provinces are a drain on the fiscus, therefore they must be done away with as a tire of uh, governance, so that that money must go to local government. So the message of Azapu, we are happy, that is finding resonance now with all components of society. The issue of education. Uh, Azapo, his Catholic people have been saying Azapo is just talking. In the Eastern Cape, in the town of Makanda, the former Grand's town, the Azapo took up the issue of textbook delivery, the late textbook delivery, non delivery. And Azapo has forced the education department and the MEC there uh, to make sure that books are delivered in the township schools and everywhere. So Azapo is on the ground. The issue uh, that has been brought about, his Catholic, about uh, lamenting what has happened to education and so on. Uh, part of this uh, uh, declaration of cooperation, one of the pillars there is cultivating, as we say, a, a, a cultivation of political activism, and the anchor of it is education. And Azapo has always been known to be educating to the break. So generally, we believe that uh, we are on the cusp of issues at Azapo, and with this collaboration with the PNC, we are then going to take uh, things further forward. And just a parting shot, is Kathy, we have seen with the rise of the fallest movement. I mean, fees must fall and the roads must fall. When you look at the bedrock and what drives it, the ideology of black consciousness and the ideology of pan-Africanism, right? And we believe that once the youth, right, 
these ideologies uh, resonate with the youth. That's why we felt that we should come with a cooperation so that we give our working together a system uh, with visions and uh, defined pointed outcomes that we've just narrated to you. And we believe we will be able to rule this country. There is an organic process we are starting and the future looks bright. Thank you, Kathy, and the listeners of SAFM. All right, let's leave it there for this morning. Raontebali Nodoba is the Azapo spokesperson and Jackie Soroke is the PAC spokesperson. Well, we'll have to wait and see uh, what this declaration of cooperation will mean for both parties. They sound rather optimistic about uh, what they will be able to